guide them in a way where they they're not demeaned and that they're your equal they will always understand and work for you and will go above and beyond for you hello beauty yes you join me host joyce platon as i chat with today's beauty wellness and lifestyle visionaries Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hey guys, welcome to Hello Beauty. Today our special guest is Viviana Martin. She's the pro director for pro relations and makeup artistry as well as education for Kevin O'Coin Beauty. She's been in the industry for 20 plus years. And Long all, time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but when you think about it, sometimes it's not. Yeah. It flies. And you've led shows for Marquesa, Rebecca Minkoff, and Leela Rose. Yes. It's such an interesting story. Yeah. I want to learn more about you. Tell me about your background before you were a part of Kevin Aquan Beauty. Okay. So um, before I started with Kevin Aquan, mm -hmm. I actually had my start back in Seattle, Washington, uh, store one. I started in retail, Nordstrom, and I actually started with Makeup Forever. That was my first experience. Well, the background before makeup, I should rewind, um, I actually used to work in the insurance business, and I was a an investigator that investigative workers' comp claims. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Yeah. However, it's always been me, in me to be artistic. I went to beauty school. It's it's always been in me. And so um, I thought, wait, I need to get in touch with that again. Mm -hmm. So I would go to this, uh, the Seattle store every day after work for my insurance job, yeah. and I would just look at all the cosmetic brands and just be like, this is where I should be. This is where it feels right. And so I just went in there and I asked for a job, and uh, I remember the department manager uh, pretty much said, I'm getting sick of seeing this girl. I'm just gonna let her come in, but you're gonna take the brand that um, is you know, needs a little help, needs a little love. And that was Makeup Forever, oh, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Um, it was first getting its start in the United States. And so I said, sure, let me prove myself. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, just started sitting people down and doing makeups and throwing glitter in people. <laughs> I remember with that no formal education. with no formal <laughs> education. I am a self-taught makeup oh, artist. Wow. However, I was that girl when I was, I started around 10 or 11 who just loved playing with makeup and I would do my mom's friend's makeup. And even back then my mom would say, you should be doing makeup, sweetie, or you know maybe hair. My mom would encourage it. And, but then I had the father who was like, no, business, business, business. Mm -hmm. You need to be into business. So that's why I was kind of conflicted at first. Um, but then when I got you know the job at Nordstrom and I was working for Makeup Forever, I'm like, I think I found my place. I think I found what my career is going to be. And even prior to that, I would always watch this show um, called the Style, uh, Style Network. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing a makeup artist, Kevin Aquan, and he always inspired me, right? And so when I worked in Seattle and I was working at Makeup Forever, um, he just so happened to be making an appearance mm -hmm. in Seattle to promote his book. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, you know, I met him and I just, that was it. I was going to become a makeup artist. Someday I was going to work with celebrities or backstage or I don't know what it was going to be, but that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then 
um, I met a boy <laughs> uh, through a mutual friend, and he just so happened to be a musician who lived in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And um, he then, you know, became my fiance. And he said, you know, if you really want to make it as a makeup artist, you need to move to LA. LA is the place uh -huh. to be. And I was like, okay, let's pack, you know, my stuff and let's go. So when came down to LA. And sure enough, immediately as soon as I got here, I transferred over to a Nordstrom here. Mm -hmm. Because back in those days, you had to start at a counter. That's uh -huh. where you really, that's, you know, we didn't have social media back then. I know I'm aging myself, guys, sorry. <laughs> um, but we didn't have social media. We didn't have the internet much, you know. It was all done through uh, the cell phone or promoting yourself at a counter, yeah. right? And so that's where I started promoting myself. And because we live here in LA in Hollywood, it is more accessible to meet people in the industry who are willing to hire you when you're not working at the counter. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how my story unfolded. And slowly but surely, I started moving up the ranks, you know, into becoming, you know, manager. And then I was promoted into working for uh, Stila Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. um, I was with them off and on for like 12 years. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, you know, from there, we had opened a store at the Beverly Center. And it gave us the flexibility to work at a store, but then when we wanted to freelance, we were able to freelance. It wasn't, it, I was no longer in a department store environment. So, um, you know, that was a great way to meet people too. And then um, we, we, you know, worked that angle and, and did a lot of private clients out of the store. And then, Estee Lauder um, had purchased the brand, but then something happened where it just it just didn't work out. So um, they had to close all the stores, and that's where I was thinking, okay, what am I going to do now? So I started contacting a lot of the people that I knew were freelancers and people that I you know I met through the industry and were working you know at the counter. And they gladly, I mean, I was so blessed that immediately when they found out that I was going on my own, they were like, we're booking you. Oh my gosh, we'd love to have you. And then that's where I started getting the experience with TV and film. And that's kind of where it led me because I always wanted to do the editorial side of it, right? Um, but for some reason, it just led me to TV and film. So that's where I feel I have met a lot of my contacts and grew like my community of friends and artists through that. And it's just been a whirlwind ever mm -hmm. since, but that's kind of how I got my started. <laughs> what led you to Kevin O'Conn? Um, that was a fun, that's a funny story too. Yeah. So I was working in the industry as a freelancer and I was once again at a crossroads where I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. I didn't know, do, did, I, did I wanna go back to like a corporate, you know, beauty brand? Do I wanna stay in freelance, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was working on a film at that point, and I remember it was a, there were night shoots, a mm -hmm. week of night shoots, and I was, you know, quite frankly, burning out. Mm -hmm. And 
I just so happened to get a phone call from a friend who I stayed in contact with, always stay in contact with whoever, (laughs) trust me, Um, a person I hadn't spoken to in like five years. And she says, look, I have a wedding to do, but um, I wanna talk to you about another opportunity. And I'm thinking, oh wow, cool, more work. And so we're, we we did you know this bridal party job, and then on the way home, she said, "How do you feel about working for a beauty brand again? How do you feel about what you're doing now? I know you love freelance, and I don't want to you know cross you know cross anything, um, but there's this opportunity at Kevin Aquan Beauty, and they want to bring in the uh, pro division um, because." You know, a lot of, you know, Mac had it, Smashbox had it. And so uh, the person that was the VP at the time had come from Mac and she knew how successful Pro, you know, became Mm -hmm. at Mac. And she wanted to bring that over to Kevin Aquan because at that time, Kevin really needed some resuscitation. Um, the company, they didn't really know where it was going or what was happening. So it was more like, what are we going to do to bring something back, you know, bring the heartbeat back. Let's bring, let's do something different. Let's do something fun. Let's start doing makeup trade shows. Let's bring pro here. You know, Kevin was the original professional yes. makeup artist, right? Very iconic. Very iconic. Makeup artist. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. She's like, look, we need a person that knows both sides. We need the person that has the the, the business um, experience, but then also has the artistry experience, has the artistry contacts, has the industry contacts, and you would be the perfect candidate for it. And I thought about it, and it was just, it just came so quickly in my heart and soul that I'm like, no, I have to go for this opportunity. This sounds like an amazing opportunity. Because it was still such a small circle, you know, the only thing was, look, since pro, TV, film, red carpet, editorial is so strong in Los Angeles, um, we would prefer to have this position in Los Angeles. Um, you would just have to work from home. And I'm like, sign oh, me up. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's even, you know, that's even more of a treat, you know, because mm-hmm. I had never um, really worked from home. And then I just started, you know, moving and grooving and shaking and, and building that. And today it's, you know, becoming a huge e commerce business. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. I just, you know, I've been there, I'm going on seven years now. With the company. Yeah. Yeah. With the title of Director of Pro Artistry and Education, Uh what does that title entail? Wow, it's multitasking, a lot of multitasking. You know, it entails um, building relationships, Mm -hmm. brand awareness, um, building social media content now Mm -hmm. with professional makeup artists, having them be our brand ambassadors, really interacting and making those personal relationships because at the end of the day, the community, the industry, the makeup artists, they are our voice, right? Mm-hmm. They are, are you know, the, the people that support the brand that treats them well. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I work very hard at building those relationships. And, um, you know, being an educator also, I go to makeup schools or I do master classes, such as at, at Nigel's or Friends, yeah. which are our pro accounts, mm-hmm. right? And I, you know, I just 
and building awareness for the brand. Yeah, do you um, go through some sort of training yourself to educate? You know, I am self-taught yeah. and I'm one of the, you know, we have this awesome girl at Kevin Aquan, her name's Jen, Jennifer Evans, love you. And um, she is the director of education for our brand. And so she and I work um, hand in hand, you know, we're, we work as a team in building um, that education or, um, you know, she will build that content and then I will be the vessel um, on this side or wherever the company needs me to go to educate people. Yeah. What type of culture do you guys have in your organization? How do you nourish it? You know, I think because we're still such a small little brand, it's all about just working as a team, working really hard to keep the communication alive, mm-hmm. um, you know, keeping that spirit and that legacy of Kevin and just helping to, to keep that alive and well and fresh and new together. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like Kevin O'Connor, that name has been around since for me like forever right sure. oh yeah but then when you talk about how it's just a smaller indie brand yeah. i actually frankly don't think of it as that because yeah. of the name is pretty much massive and it's huge and yeah. it is and he mm-hmm. is and mm-hmm. it's um you know i think it, the reason why i think what i mean by mm-hmm. that is that you know we still have um some work to get to an urban decay yeah. or two-phase status but we are always going to be a big name because mm-hmm, Kevin Aquan is. Yeah. is a big name. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we definitely are a smaller group mm-hmm. um, than what, you know, a typical, yeah. you know, huge brand, like a, yeah, any lauder grant yeah, or a brand would be, or a L'Oreal yeah, brand. Like yeah. if anyone has acquired you, like a multinational company. There yeah. you go, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Describe to me your typical day. I know you wear different hats. But. I wear a different hat, but my typical day is waking up at five in the morning, <laughs> and everyone could attest to this, <laughs> I'm kind of a workaholic, and a lot of my job is, you know, in front of the computer, um, you know, doing conference calls, connecting with makeup artists, um, answering emails, directing them, and being the liaison between myself and um, I work with mar- closely with marketing. I work closely with PR. Um, I also, like I said, you know, I schedule trainings for the brand. I do meet and greets. I will also, for some makeup artists who can't go off set, I will do set visits and do drop-offs, whatever, whoever has an open set. And I will do like a personal education for uh, the lead or the key artist on set and then her team, so that way they could get familiarized mm-hmm. with the brand. It, 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 could, it changes every single day. I could even be assisting in sales Mm -hmm. and going to a Space and K or a Sephora Mm -hmm. event and doing a personal appearance. It's all, it's just whatever that day um, needs from me, I will do it, you know? Or just like the other day, we did the Eva Mendes New York and Company show and here in Los Angeles and I spent two days helping to coordinate and assist a makeup artist that was leading the show. Mm-hmm. So it's it's ever changing, but it, it it has to do anything and everything that has to do with a professional, excuse me, makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is what you know, I focus on. Yeah. So with these kinds of education with the lead makeup artists, mm-hmm. do you just like educate them about the product mm-hmm. or like certain types of application and what works and what doesn't work? Correct. Mm-hmm. So we, so I'll go in there and I will introduce whatever is new, mm-hmm. how to use the product. But then what's really cool too is that they will then share their ideas or what they alternatively mm-hmm. use our products for. Mm -hmm. So maybe we have a product that's an eyeshadow, but then a makeup artist will show me how to use it, you know, to, um, to, you know, foiling on the lid or to use as a highlighter, or, you know, they'll take a a specific brush and say, you know, this is a great eyeshadow brush, but you could also use it as this. So we kind of bounce off ideas. Mm -hmm. So then I bring that back to my team and then we all just, you know, get inspired and that's kind of how you create and make new product yeah what are some of the most interesting stories you've heard how makeup artists use your products so we have this product called the neo elixir oil and Mm. it's a brand new product um well newer product it's a primer and it's uh triphase so it's a primer it's a moisturizer and it's it's very hydrating and you just Mm. shake it up and you would think you just put it on the face as a uh, as a primer, but makeup artists are using it in so many different ways. They're using it as um, to mix with their foundations. They're using it to oil, um, you know, eyeshadows yes. quickly. Mm-hmm. They're using it to mix with other uh, powder highlighters mm-hmm. to make it more of a silky texture. Um, and they use it on their lips. And then I have another artist, a hairstylist, who mixes a little bit in his water bottle mm-hmm. and sprays it into the hair to make it soft and silky. Yeah. So it's like, wow, that's amazing yeah. how multitask of a product it is. Mm-hmm. So that one was like, so, you know, how a face primer turned into all this. Yeah. Yeah. One of my go-tos actually to use, mul- um, like, in multiple ways is your molten lip, the opal sky, is it? Well, opal sky. So beautiful. I, the bl- it's kind of like that blue mm-hmm. highlight. Yeah. I use it on, like, the lips of the model mm-hmm. as a highlight or mm-hmm. even as, like, a tint on the eyelids. Yeah. And it's, like, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then if you mix that color with, we have this other molten color called mm-hmm. carbon. It's, like, you know, beautiful. Oh, yeah black cherry mm-hmm. if you mix that opal with the the carbon you create this navy blue color that's mm-hmm. unreal and yeah it's gorgeous so yeah those could be mixed with anything that's the fun yeah. thing it's like just never ending ideas yeah <laughs> it's it's amazing and we're open to it you know mm-hmm. and um just keep them coming <laughs> yeah <laughs> what would you uh, what would you think are the top three skills to be a successful makeup artist as well as you know just be in the industry you know i'm really glad that you asked mm-hmm. because in these years of being in this industry um things that you don't really think about you know everyone could be a great makeup artist there are hundreds out there that are so multi-talented Unfortunately, what I see is, you know, the personality or their ethics um, are lacking, and that's what sometimes makes them unsuccessful. But the top three things that I feel are so important is to be a team player, Um, take direction, and don't fight it, you know, respect that artist, respect the key, even if you feel that you know better, it's always about just respect Mm -hmm. and 
keeping wonderful relationships with everybody. I don't care how much you dislike a person or how much they've done you wrong. Someday that person is going to be the person that may help you out or connect you with something huge. Mm -hmm. So those three, I think they're all, they're all kind of like, you know, meshed together, but it's just all about keeping strong relationships, uh, team playing Mm -hmm. and, um, I think a lot of patience too. Mm-hmm. Patience is key. Yeah, with such a saturated market, it could be quite hard. Especially now, yeah. it is so insanely competitive and it's cutthroat. So I think what makes people stand out are the ones that are, you know, easy to work with, um, who are team players, who are not just out for themselves. And, you know, that may work at first, but in the long run, I really feel that you need to really be flexible. Yeah, it's amazing how the guests that I've had on actually recently, everyone says similar things. Bullying, being mean, it's, it's not horrible. an in thing it's anymore. It's unnecessary. Yeah, that's not a cool thing to do no, anymore. not at so all. So it's all about just really helping each other. Absolutely. Yeah, just being nice, showing yeah. up, and just doing your job. It's just so simple, right? It, you would think. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it's, it's actually a very difficult thing for people to do, unfortunately. I'm one of those people that just tries to take deep breaths, don't overreact. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned this in the years. You, this did not come yeah. <laughs> easy. It's something that you learn, and um, it's just it just pays off to just be a nice person. Period. Yeah. You know, in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. I think there's this one photographer that was like, Joyce. I'm pretty amazed with you. Like this director has been difficult. Uh-huh. I'm amazed how you just like deal with him. And you're I'm patient, like, yeah. I bet. I'm like, I'm not, I don't just deal with him, yeah. but I just know how to work around mm-hmm. him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, like if it's gone too far, I'm going to say something or For speak sure. up nicely, right? Correct. But it's like, I just don't let it. And they're like, you're so chill. You have like a chi, like so centered. <laughs> and it's really funny because when I work this, uh, I'm not going to mention yeah. a show. Um, I'll just say a show I did. Um, there was, you know, an artist where even my team was like, how are you keeping it together right now? How are you doing this? And it's like, you just take deep breaths and you just say, it's just one job and you're gonna make the best of it and you're not gonna let that person Mm -hmm. bring you down or break you. Just take deep breaths Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if you have to just walk away. You know? And most of the time, it's not personal. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's not. But some people take it personal. Because yeah. everyone's under pressure. Like, right. you're at set. So right. there's just that high energy. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to get things done. So right. you just got to have to, like, you know, just ride the flow. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you learn that, I think that is the most valuable thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So with Kevin O'Coin, uh, with such an iconic name and brand, mm-hmm. how do you guys stay ahead of the trends? Well, mm-hmm. there is a secret, top secret, uh, <laughs> you know, secret sauce. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we, I think just staying in the spirit of Kevin mm-hmm. and using that as a seed to flourish mm-hmm. um, is, is what I feel is going to be our secret tool. There's a lot of really cool things happening with the brand. So that's why I don't want to divulge yes. too mm-hmm. much, um, but just wait for 2019 it's gonna be awesome <laughs> yeah because kevin i mean just him as a person as artist mm-hmm. like he always had this 
like arsenal, like, you know, mm -hmm. like a secret in a sense that you don't know, like, oh, wow, how did he do that? You yeah. Know? So I think you guys are, it was like really like, you know, actually like applying that to yeah. the brand. Yeah. That's We're like, kind of staying aligned mm -hmm. with that, right? Mm -hmm. And and you're right. Without even realizing it, um, you're right. We are, you know, staying mm -hmm. within that. And so you'll you'll see <laughs> it's coming something really cool and new will be yeah. happening soon how do you juggle your different hats um it's like how do you keep sane with your busy schedule and wearing different hats in a day you know i honestly feel like just staying very centered and loving what i do it doesn't feel like work so even if I have so many different things that I have to do, it's just second nature to me. So I feel, I always tell people, I love my job. Mm -hmm. I love what I do. I feel very blessed every single day. Like it, it is my dream job. And so when you have that or when you find that, and once again, that didn't come easy. I remember when I was working at the Stila store, mm -hmm we always had to close. And when we were closing, we were, we always had to clean and make sure that everything was top notch for the next day. And I remember cleaning the store one day going, is this it? Is this, is this going to be it for me? I just, mm. what, what is going to happen next? And never did I ever expect that, you know, everything that I had gone through this, you know, through this destiny would lead me to the destination that I am in mm -hmm. today and the knowledge that I have today and the importance that it has at a company, yeah. whether it be Kevin Aquan or other brands. Um, it's, it's kind of like something that I developed on my own that, mm -hmm. that is a special ingredient to bring, um, you know, success to the brand, but it, it's just something that I do. It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like work to me, quite honestly. Yeah. It just doesn't, when I, multitasking to me comes second, it's just very natural to me. It's second nature. Mm -hmm. And I think like your experiences from back in the day, yeah. it's like no matter how maybe you might not enjoy it as much, but it actually helped you like with today's work in Correct. a sense, like even the cleaning. It's like yeah. kind of just like. Cause now I'm anal yeah. <laughs> and when I'm on set, it's yes. like I want everything perfect. Yeah. And when we do like a fashion show, when I lead a show, it has to be top notch, mm -hmm. perfect. I make sure that, you know, everyone has a great look bag. Everything is clean. Everything is organized. No one has to wonder what they're using or how they're using it. Um, you know, I'm, I know how to give direction and lead a show. I know, you know, I know how to multitask once again. I know how to, you know, do a demo and then, you know, have the team create that without, you know, going off the ledge or doing something different. It, it's just something that naturally is now embedded in myself mm -hmm. and in what I do. Yeah. And you know when to step into when needed. For, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, I need, now's my yeah, time. Yeah, now I need to correct that. Yeah, I can't but hold then, it in but anymore. Yeah. But then once again, yeah. if you communicate and mm -hmm. you know, you know, you, you're very direct and you, and you say exactly how you want it and do it. I, and, and be very, you know, I have a very, I have a very nurturing way of, do of doing, <laughs> of doing things. And it's funny because every time in New, I'm in New York and I'm working with a New York team, they always say, 
are you from here? And I'm like, no, actually, I'm in LA. They're like, I thought so. Because you're definitely, you, 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 it, I could tell that you're not from here. And I know what they mean by that. Um, I just bring a different culture mm -hmm. to my team. Yes. Because I feel that if we work together and you work in positivity and you you encourage them and you guide them in a way where they, they're not demeaned and that they're your equal, they will always understand and work for you and will go above and beyond yes. for you. So that's kind of, you know, what the culture that I like to bring mm -hmm. um, wherever I go. Yeah, and again, like that's where the niceness goes a long way yeah right? i mean of course you have like your limits but at the same time you are respectable in your authority and as yeah. well as you know nice at the yeah. same time just so that they can just you know feel comfortable working with you and yeah. doing all these things for you and i think that's also i always like to use the phrase secret sauce yeah <laughs> it's that's my secret cute. sauce <laughs> right because yeah. um that's what attracts these designers to want to come and work with our team again mm -hmm. because they after they've experienced working with the Kevin Aquan, you know, pro team backstage, they're like, oh my gosh, you guys were so incredible. You were so organized. You guys were so nice mm -hmm. and so easy and so flexible. We want you back. So then when fashion week comes or fashion week season comes, that's where I have all the agencies and the designers, you know, reaching out to me going, we, we want to work with your team. Yeah. So it's just kind of picking and choosing then uh, where, you know, we want to go or who we want to work with. Uh, but it's, it definitely is a reflection mm -hmm. of us. And it's Kevin a breath Aquan. of fresh air. Yeah. A lot of, you know, like we talked about how it's just so common to be, you know, just have such a bad personality in yeah. the industry. So when they have, when they're encountering such a, like, aside from being really professional, yeah. they're nice at the same time. Yeah. It's like, wow, I mean, of course I do want to work with them. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what we've built, you mm -hmm. know? And so it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your most memorable experience and what did you learn from it? Meeting Kevin Aquan oh, and giving him a hug mm -hmm. and seeing how beautiful and wonderful of a person he was mm -hmm. and just, you know, saying that's how I want to be. Oh. And so keeping that spirit. Yeah. And so that was, you know, I could honestly say that that was one of the most yeah. memorable things. Even yeah. with like you're saying that how you guys have to be professional and nice. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I've read that Kevin O'Quan has been like super nice and always smiling yeah. backstage. Yeah. That's really cool. Did yeah. you see um, there's a film? Yes. Did you see it? No, I haven't. I've been You have I know. to see I it. I have to. I really have It to. is a very touching film. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Tiffany Bartok mm -hmm. and Troy Sherratt yes. uh, are, you know, they are the ones that are responsible for this film. And it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you, you just have to see that you, you feel you, yeah. you feel that spirit. And it's. It's it, it's an awesome. Yeah, movie. that's in my top list when I actually get to sit down and have yeah. time to watch TV. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Trust me, I was I was um, lucky to, to watch it mm -hmm. only because I went to New York when it first, you know, when they first presented it, and so it was just lovely. But it when you have time, definitely yeah, try to catch it. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy. It's uh -huh. say hello to the beauty in you. Okay. What advice can you give those who are trying to discover their beauty within? That's a really great question. Yeah, thank you. you know, like I think I've been stressing in this interview, 
Joyce, is just, you know, if, if you, you know, beauty comes from the soul, right? Beauty is, is within you. And that's another, you know, Kevin's mm-hmm. thing that he always spoke about. Um, if, if, if you're ugly inside, no matter how great you are out here, you're not gonna shine. So it's all in being in touch with you and your spirit and and your gut mm-hmm. and you know, just keeping the positivity, staying patient, uh, and and just being true to yourself, you will always radiate that from the outside. So I think that's how you keep, you know, the beauty alive within you. Yeah, hundred percent. I yeah. totally agree. Oh my goodness, of course. I that's that I mean like, you know, ugly can't shine outside. Of course. Right? And beauty fades. Yeah, and beauty does mm-hmm. fade. But if you keep the inside healthy and and happy then that's going to radiate, you know, mm-hmm. within you, no matter what age you are. Yeah. You know, the most beautiful women that I'm seeing today are over 50. And it's because they have that confidence. They have the experience. They, they you know, it, they've gone through different things in life that mm-hmm. has made them um, be at peace with themselves. Yeah. And they're confident. They don't stress about the small they things. They don't, yeah. yes. But I think confidence too, yes. that's a big piece. Mm-hmm. Confidence is huge. Mm-hmm. So when you have that, that also radiates from the outside. That beautiful, it's just beautiful yeah. to see. I was also given another um, nice tip by a professional makeup artist who's been in the industry for like 20 years. And she said, yeah, it's just confidence. When you go on set, that's right. show your confidence. That's and right. Just, you know, it will show. And then at the same time, everyone's going to just be drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will believe your craft because you already have your craft, but just show your confidence. Yeah. And like I had mentioned before, you could be the most amazing, talented makeup artist, but if you don't have um, the personal skills to go with it, it it may hinder, mm-hmm. you know, your growth That's in this so industry. True. Yeah. Yeah. So the holidays are coming. Yes. What's next for Kevin O'Coin and Viviana? Oh <laughs> boy. Well, you know, holidays right now mm-hmm. we're just we're right now we're just prepping for I'm actually prepping for a Marquesa show mm-hmm. that I'm leading in New York next month. Exciting. And then we are also prepping for the makeup show mm-hmm. in Chicago. And we're also doing another makeup show in November here in Los Angeles. So I'm really excited about that. With Kevin Aquan, Mm -hmm. I actually brought some goodies to show you Mm -hmm. of what's new. So right now we have this Kevin Aquan, it's a contour book, the artist sculpting, and it has three sculpting powders, two um, highlighters, and a neo blush and this is exclusive to sephora mm-hmm. and we you could go to sephora.com and it's just this it, it's like everything in one you could mm-hmm. use this as eyeshadows you could use this as a highlighter you could use this as a highlighter on top of your lipsticks there's so many different universal ways mm-hmm. it's limited edition yeah. so you know i have to mention that yeah. and then for holiday of course yes. we have some really cool new stuff i'll first start with the molten um color mini collection oh, so cute. once again sephora.com limited edition mm-hmm. and then we have the nude pop pro eyeshadow palette and i'm just gonna Uh show this 
Those look so cute and pretty. Really pretty. You're going to see a lot of plums, a lot of mauves, a yeah. lot of taupes, golds um, come this, you know, coming this season. Ooh. So we are, you know, coming out with our own version. Once again, Sephora.com, mm -hmm. limited edition. So get yours while they last. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the branding and yeah. all the images here. It's so cool, right? Yeah, it's just like it has that. Uh, yeah, it does have that holiday feel. It's yeah. all about glitter. Exactly. I think glitter though is all year round. <laughs> Nowadays, it's like who who cannot get enough of glitter? I love glitter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these also you could foil them to mm -hmm. make them more shimmery. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know what foiling is, it's basically you know adding a liquid to the eyeshadow and then making them more shimmery and, mm -hmm. and impactful. Yeah, just it's just more pigmented. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love those. I feel like I've also seen a lot of people, um, even like the day to a regular woman, they mm -hmm. actually wear glitter. They're more like brave and confident to wear glitter on yeah. a day to day basis. I think it's because companies are coming out with textures where any age group can use. Mm -hmm. Before, when it was glitter, it was just like, that you know the loose glitter and it was just too much where now people are using more like glossy textures or sheer textures with a little bit of sparkle mm -hmm. just enough to not age someone that's who true. may be a little bit more mature mm -hmm. so i think that's why it's become more acceptable you know for any age group to wear you know glitter or, or some form of sparkle yeah and it also depends on the application you know yes. and any age is a way to apply makeup exactly but that's where the that's where the pro artist mm -hmm. comes in right <laughs> that's why we get paid the big exactly. bucks because <laughs> we know how to do this yeah what is one beauty tip or myth, actually, uh -huh. that you want to straighten out? It's not about contouring, you guys. It is about <laughs> keeping the skin fresh. And, you know, if you want to add shadow to bring out those features in in the, the face, it's okay to do. But mm -hmm. I'm more, I come more of the school of you know, shading, not mm. so much extreme contouring mm. like I'm seeing a lot on social media. It is just too much. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people who want to get into more of the red carpet or celebrity uh, one-off gigs, you will never see a celebrity walking down the red carpet with, you know, super intense contouring or super intense you know, contouring on the eyes or huge, dark mm -hmm. eyebrows. Mm -hmm. And it's all about softness, mm -hmm. you know? It's all about just keeping it fresh and beautiful yeah. and radiant. So that's one of the things that I'm just seeing. It is not all about intense contouring. Yeah. And that's not real life, too. It really isn't. Yeah. When you look at, when you flip through the pages of Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, that's not the kind of makeup it's, you see there. And it's still, we're still in that mm -hmm. trend of that no makeup makeup mm -hmm. look. But what I'm excited to see is a little, a little bit of color now, yeah, you know, a so. little, maybe a little mm -hmm. pop of yellow on mm -hmm. the lid with a fresh, in, you know, fun. fresh lip or a fresh mm -hmm. cheek. But it is, for me... Um, you know, everyone has their own style. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm just, what I'm talking about in my experience and the, the artists that I see that are successful mm -hmm. today are the ones who are doing more beautiful, fresh, yes, 
you know, not so intense mm -hmm. contour contouring. Yes. If you really want to work in the industry, meaning right. like book high edit, high fashion editorial, high fashion editorial, high campaigns, fashion, yeah, shows, fashion shows. You know, if if you want to work in drag or if you're a professional drag performer, of course you're going to mm -hmm. be doing some heavy, awesome makeup. Mm -hmm. um, however, most of the time if I go do a private client, they are not going to ask me for heavy contour unless it's a wedding. Mm -hmm. But even that it's still staying away from extreme dark contouring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it's like for different people, different strokes. In exactly. A sense. So if your client asked for that, you know, that then kind of, of course, give it to them, yeah, right? Yeah, they're paying you. So <laughs> do it. <laughs> don't, don't ever argue with the client, you know, make your suggestions, right? Mm -hmm. And what you feel would mm -hmm. look you know, incredible, yeah. but if they just want to keep adding, you know, I always will say, okay, you know, I will explain what I want to do for them. Mm -hmm. And then if they say, no, I want this. And I said, okay, I'm going to follow your lead and whatever you do, because I want to make you happy. Mm -hmm. It's all about them yes. at the end of the day. It's <laughs> going to be about them. What is your favorite makeup product right now? Aside from Kevin O'Connor. Aside from Kevin O'Connor, my favorite product right now gosh, you got me <laughs> because I've been trying out some really amazing stuff. I would have to say, um, it cosmetics. Mm -hmm. Um, my coworker, Jen, mm -hmm. once again, introduced me to this CC tinted moisturizer. That's incredible. Okay. Love their products. And I also am loving, is it it cosmetics? Yeah. Yeah. They have really good. Products they have some great them. products. And the other thing that I'm really liking, I have the worst time finding a perfect mascara. Mm. Everyone does. Like, oh until now. my <laughs> gosh. I think I've tried every single mm -hmm. one. But the one that I've fallen in love with is, have you tried the the MAC? It's the double tube. No. Like the double wand. Oh yeah. And it has a hot pink lid on no, it. No, not yet. Incredible. No, it doesn't smudge? It doesn't smudge. Okay. And Another one, speaking that doesn't smudge, and it's not me being biased, but mm -hmm. it's, I, I, now we're just talking makeup yes. artist kit must-haves. Uh -huh. If I had to pick a non-smudge mascara, it would have to be Kevin Aquan's Volume yes. Mascara. Mm -hmm. Out of all the mascaras yeah. we make, you know, the curly mascara is the same ingredients. However, there's something about that Volume Mascara that just stays put, mm -hmm. and it, it it is water resistant. It will not come off. Come off. It wraps around the lash, and it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. People who have like teary eyes or allergies, mm -hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. The other alternative would be though that Mac one that I'm talking about with the hot pink lid, guys. It's the hot pink lid one, I gotta try and that. it's so good. Oh my it's gosh. lovely because the the first the first wand d just defines mm -hmm. the the second one really builds and volumizes oh. is it like time. double n or it's double so okay. it's the two mm -hmm. and then it has double like a double wand double. on the top oh, okay yeah there's only there's two applicators on one end okay i thought it was like you know either no, end. no it's different it's oh. on one end it's the coolest thing so okay. good job mac <laughs> okay i'll definitely get my hands on yeah, that yeah <laughs> it's good it's really good okay yeah so before we end yeah. um can you please share with them your social channels where can they find you oh wonderful thank you for asking yeah. um my instagram mm -hmm. is at viviana martin and i'm gonna spell it because a lot of people say they can't find me because they add two ends 
So it's V-I-V-I-A-N-A Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N. And that's where they can find me on social media. Yeah, everywhere, across all channels. Yeah. Yep. That's amazing. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. It's great to finally meet you. Yes, finally. All all these coordinating. We're always like emailing back and forth and sharing products. But when you meet that person face to face, it's just a totally different thing, right? And I'm always grateful for you guys just sharing my images on your website as well as like Instagram. You do beautiful work. Oh, thank you so much. So, of course, (laughs) we're going to promote. And that's the other thing we're really about promoting the community and their artistry skills, right? Mm-hmm. So we're there to support you, in, you know, and any artist. Mm-hmm. Um, well, happy to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank again. you so much, Joyce.